two men, one way, the Trailer Blazers. Nick Kelly, Ben Moon. One movie, not in theaters, straight to VOD. This movie is never coming out. (laughs) (laughs) This is, uh, this movie doesn't exist. This podcast doesn't exist. We're a couple of $5 bin podcast hosts in a $15 shelf movie world. And uh, and crowded that shelf is, isn't it? That is true. That is true. Oh, it's real crowded in here, but you know what wasn't crowded? Um, my list for what I've watched this week, because I didn't watch anything, Nick. Not a thing? Not a thing, Nick. You've been, you've been busy. I have been busy. I uh, had uh, some friends down at uh, KA PAX and Robots USA. They, they wanted a pair of... Uh, Grogu shoes, so I've sort of been working on that this week. Uh, yeah, it's good. Usually, don't you put something on when you paint shoes, though? Or yeah, so I am. Um, I'm listening to a book, and I'm actually liking it. It's a sci-fi book called Chasm City, and Alistair Reynolds is the author. I'm afraid I don't know the gentleman. Yeah, uh, it's a sci-fi novel, but it's it's entertaining. You know, I tell you, when I on Hoopla, I'll check out a book and I'll listen to. A little bit of it, you know, 30 minutes, I'd be like, nah, it's just not good. And I just, I go through a lot of that. And so it takes a lot for me to stick with a with a book because they're just a dime a dozen, it feels like. But this this one's good. I'm liking it. I'm listening to Children of Dune, the third Dune book. I need to get that one. I think I've only listened to the first two, so I need to get into Children of Dune. Yeah, I've only just started it. I listen to uh, audiobooks when I run because it puts me into a sort of trance and then yeah. it, the time flies by. You know, I want to I want to get into Children of Dune because that one has the God Emperor. The, like he's half he's half worm. He like a, assimil, assimilates with the worm. Something like that. There's the next book is called The God Emperor of Dune. Uh, okay, so maybe it's that one. Yeah, maybe I know what you're talking about, but yeah. Uh, well, did you did you watch anything? I did start watching. Uh, on HBO uploaded the Nick with Clive Owen. The uh, series from a few years ago about the Knickerbocker Hospital in New York in 1900 and it's there's only two seasons it's a Steven Soderbergh show so it's made like expertly because he's one of the he's one of the most meticulous expert filmmakers in my opinion and uh Clive Owen is, is playing John Thackeray who's a real historical figure that I I sort of know all about from other things and uh Algernon Edwards is a character in it and uh John Hodgman is is in a couple episodes uh he hasn't shown up yet but that's mainly why I wanted to watch it because I love him so but yeah the Nick is really really good it's extremely good so I don't understand why it was canceled by Cinemax who has never had anything on it before that I've even heard of (laughs) that's seriously uh, sometimes I have to look away when they're doing like surgery stuff. <laughs> I get a little too, oh. yeah, it's a bit much in that regard. Uh, just sometimes I just, sometimes I just don't want to see the surgery, but everything else is like the best. And then I, I caught up on Resident Alien with Alan Tudyk and I, I gotta say, this is one of my favorite new shows. It's so good. It's one of the only thing I'll, I'll laugh, like I'll bust out laughing. Uh, what's it on? It's on Sci-Fi, but you can watch it on uh, like the Sci-Fi Channel app and stuff. So I don't know. Okay, I'm watching it on YouTube TV. 
Ah, ah, yes, a YouTube TV. Very nice. Well, cool. Um, yeah, maybe I'll watch something this week. I am going to watch WandaVision tonight. I still haven't watched t- today's episode. We're- I can't talk about it. I'll spoil it. It was this so good. Was it Chef's Kiss? Yeah, uh, I'll just say that one of my favorite things in Marvel Comics, one of my favorite little things, is part of this episode. Okay, okay, okay. cool. Uh, well, that's uh, that's enough of that. Let's talk about here some new news. Welcome to Dom Dude's News. Yeah, we got a few items this week. Uh, not all of them are very long, but there some of them are very good. Yeah, so this past week we had a lot of uh, jokey, jokey actors from the new Spider-Man movie teasing what the name of the movie was <laughs> on their Instagrams, uh, which was pretty fun and funny. Uh, I liked uh, Zendaya's the best. Home Slice? Yeah, <laughs> Spider-Man Home Slice. Yeah, so Tom Holland posted Spider-Man Phone Home. Uh, Jacob Batalon posted Spider-Man Home Wrecker, and Zendaya posted uh, Home Slice. And then what I saw on Instagram, I did not notice this on my own, is that the three colors that the titles were for the fake ones were the Green Goblin colors. So everyone's like, ooh, I wonder if that's a thing. Well, I think um, this new name, uh, have we said the name? We haven't said it yet. Oh, okay. Should we say the name? We should. Okay. So it is Spider-Man No Way Home. Which is not one that uh, I had considered, but it is definitely the best answer. (laughs) It is absolutely the best. It's so perfect because here we are with the multiverse. There is no way home. The cat is out of the bag. We can't go back. Uh, There's no way home. Yep. Also, uh, this makes me wrong on one of my future blazers. I think we should do future blazers next week and, and look at our sort of accumulated ones so far and maybe add a couple new ones i think so too i think both of us have gotten a few things wrong since last time and i don't know if we got anything right (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if you've put the uh the godzilla the back of godzilla on there but you gotta put that on there i put that on there so i I added a couple i've added a couple uh this week that i thought of okay so i have a few new ones on there and i i notated a couple i got wrong so we'll we'll do future Uh, blazers next week all right, Future Blazers next week. Stay tuned, folks. Uh, you don't really tune in. You just uh, download it next week. And you push play. And then push play. So the next piece of news here is Loki starts streaming on June 11th. Yeah, happy birthday to me. My birthday is June 5th, so I have to wait a week for my present from Disney, but I'll take it. So I'm excited about that. And my birthday is June 3rd, so it'll be a happy birthday to me as well. Yeah, we're in the, the June, early June uh, birthday club here the uh oh another streaming thing here bad batch starts streaming may 4th early birthday for us yes so may the 4th be with you uh star wars content always comes out on may 4th the last episode of the clone wars aired on may 4th last year so it's fitting that one year after that is when the bad batch starts so i'm pretty excited about this i need more clone wars content yes i welcome this i will watch this can't wait Yep. Uh, then we have this um, this piece of news here that has to do with He-Man Masters of the Universe. Uh, there is a sort of a dramatic redesign for this CG animated reboot of the series. Yeah, so at this time, there's going to be 
three separate He-Man action figure lines. I'm, I'm an action figure nerd, if anyone doesn't know that about me. There's going to be three lines in the store at the same time, uh, like, over the next year. So there's the, the Meshes of the Universe Origins figures are out right now, which are inspired by the retro ones. They're basically, like, the same as the retro ones. And that's in stores now. And then there's this Master Verse line coming out that's going to be sort of like a 7-inch figure line based on the, the other Netflix Masters of the Universe animated series coming from Kevin Smith, which is a direct continuation and like a culmination of the Filmation original animated series. So that's going to be sort of like the more traditional He-Man figures, or like designs rather, and uh, like the more traditional story from the old series. And then there's a, a another series which is just called He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, which is, I think, geared more towards kids that's also going to be on Netflix. And that this, uh, the design for, for He-Man and Battlecat that they showed for this is very, very stylized. And Battlecat has, like, a lot more armor. And it has, like, it's the kind of stylized where, like, the proportions are all wonky. So I have no idea what this is going to look like in actual animation. But, you know, Battle Battlecat looks kind of cool. Yeah, I, I sort of like this. It's different. It's unique, which I appreciate. It's it's not like a, a, a style that you've seen before. So yep, uh, could be cool. I know a lot about He Man, so that rant was a little longer than I was expecting, but it was very informative. <laughs> uh, tell me about this last piece of news here, which is a Frasier reboot. I haven't heard about this. Okay, so I think on not on Peacock, but on Paramount Plus, which is weird because Frasier was on NBC. They're doing a reboot of Frasier set in, like, now, so it's 17 years after the show ended. Basically, it's just, it's Kelsey Grammer keeping Frasier going essentially forever. Every few years, he'll just step back into the role. So it's just, like, more Frasier. It's like a new Frasier series. Oh, and it's Kelsey Grammer. Yep. So it's basically, it's a reboot in in the sense that they're just, it's sort of a, more of a sequel. Like, it's a continuation. It's basically a continuation Okay, okay. My favorite, one of my favorite things of all time is Cheers, and I think that Frasier on Cheers is the funniest character, but I always thought he was way funnier on Cheers than he was on actual Frasier, which I do like. I like that show, too, but just Cheers is better. So I'm hoping there's there's some Cheers stuff in this, because, you know, everyone from Cheers showed up at one point in the Frasier series. All right, so that is all the news we got for you, folks. And that brings us back to Best Worst. This is exciting because now I'm on the other side. Indeed you are, sir. So this uh, this week, this Best Worst is going to be the worst rated superhero movies on Rotten Tomatoes. And so uh, interestingly enough, I want to start by telling you the best one on this list. According to... Rotten Tomatoes, okay? Okay, so I can sort of gauge where they're at. Exactly, exactly. So this is a list of 30 movies, the 30 worst superhero movies ever made. So the best one, the one with the highest Rotten Tomatoes score is Punisher Warzone from 2008. Directed by Lexi Alexander and starring Ray Stevenson and Julie Benz. <laughs> You're exactly right. Okay, now uh, I want you to try to guess the rating. on the, This will help you gauge, too. What was the rating on that one? Okay, so Punisher Warzone has sort of become a cult classic over the past couple years, but when it came out, it was not. Wasn't a high-rated movie. I'm going to say in the 30s, 
Wow. That is impressive because it's uh, 29%. Okay. So you are two away. We're kind of in my wheelhouse with this, so I feel like I should be good at it. <laughs> you are good. I mean, dang. Okay, so uh, just I want you to rattle off just a few titles that you think might be on the list. All right. I, I want to guess that in, at least in the bottom five, possibly the worst rated one is going to be Halle Berry's Catwoman. It is on the list, and it is... Oh, you just hit it. It's number five, okay. so you got it. I knew that would five. be down there. Uh, okay. I, the rating for that, I want to say eight. Oh, my gosh. Nick, it's nine. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, my god. I got I got a range in my head here uh, to work with. Let me think. What are some other really bad ones? Oh, I would think that Justice League has to be on there. So you're close. Justice League proper is not. Okay. But uh, but Superman versus Batman is. Okay. I knew one of the Zack Snyder ones had to be on there. Uh, that one's got to be. That's got to be higher on the list. So I'm going to say that's in the top five. It is. I'm going to give it 27 percent. Oh, you you should have gone with your... Was your, it 28? It, it, it was 28, yeah. Oh, okay. okay, I was very <laughs> And close. it's number 28 on the list, so it's in the, it's in the top three. Okay, okay. Um, that was very close, wow. Let me think. Think of some other ones. There's probably a lot of, like, Costco brand superhero movies on here, you know? Uh, interestingly, there's not. Oh, really? So there's there should be well-known ones to me. They, they show now there's a couple on here you probably don't know uh, but you'll be reminded of them when I tell you is the Ang Lee Hulk on there I didn't like that one you know it's actually not no it's not uh, it's not no uh, there's there's one on here that I actually hadn't heard of the number two movie which is Zoom from 2006 Zoom from 2006 yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got Tim Allen in it Chevy Chase Courtney Cox I don't know that one that's news to me <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's got a four you know four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, let's see. Oh, that, this this is probably one you wouldn't get, but the uh, the the movie with Shaq in it called Steel. Oh yeah, Steel. Okay, Steel's pretty bad. Um, I'm gonna say that's it's definitely in the lower. That one's in the back nine, so that one's in like the lower fifteen. I think. Uh, yes, it is in the lower fifteen. It's number twelve. Okay, eleven percent. It's twelve percent. <sighs> so close. Okay. So close. It's like the percentages are are what they are. That's almost going to be how it works down this list. If there's 30 movies and the highest rated one is 30, I bet they're all very close to... Uh, you are correct, sir. Yeah. You are correct. I didn't even notice that when I looked at the list, but you are absolutely correct. Uh, is the Dolph Lundgren Punisher on there? It is not. Okay, that was a bad one. Uh, but the regular Punisher is the 2004 one with Tom Jane. The Tom Jane one, yeah 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 you can't you can't tone down punisher that far and and get away with it i don't think that one was too tame even for me Hmm. um i'm gonna say that one's got a 20 18 percent uh that one's actually it's at number 29 so it's at the very Uh, top next to the other punisher movie and it's 28 percent all right i thought maybe people would have gotten mad because john travolta was in it so that's i i think that's the wrongest i've been so far that is definitely the wrongest you've been okay i'm gonna name a couple other ones that you probably won't get um all the nicholas cage ghost riders are on here yeah yeah (laughs) yeah 
Uh, let me guess where they're at. Uh, okay, so Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance is much, much worse. Yeah. And I'm going to say that that is 14%. Close. It's uh, 18%. Okay. Sitting at number 19 on the list. 19 on the list. Then Ghost Rider 1, which is bad but less offensively bad as that one, is going to be 25%. It's 26. 26, okay. 26% and number 26 on the list. Okay. Now, my one of my favorite movies is on here, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, sitting at number 17 with 17%. I I enjoyed that movie. So I did too. I feel like people... I think people were judging that too hard for what it is. Spirit's on here. Yeah, I didn't like this. The Spirit was a good idea. Yes. And, and Frank Miller's not a good director. He's not a trained director. He doesn't know what he's doing behind the camera. So he goofed that up. Yeah. I mean, the trailer has one of the best lines of all time, which is "I'm going to kill him all sorts of dead." But yeah, it was didn't didn't wasn't executed properly. I mean, they had me at "I'm on my way." I was like, "This is cool, man." He's like running on that wire. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's really comic booky, and then it and it like visually it looked awesome, and it was it's yeah, it was a great idea, and then you just saw it, and you're just like, "Wow, what a letdown." Yep, definitely. Yeah, biggest biggest letdown of 2008 there. Yeah, for sure. If there's a Batman movie on here, which one do you think it would be? Well, besides Batman versus Superman, there's one on there. It's Batman and Robin. Uh, yes. With George Clooney. <laughs> yep. uh, famously, as Mike Nelson said, one of the worst things ever made. Not movies. One of the worst <laughs> things ever made. All right, everyone. Chill. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. That one's... I feel like that one's one of the worst things. So it should be in the bottom five. It's not. You're close. I feel like it's not. I feel like it's in the bottom ten, though. Yes, it is. I don't remember which ones I said were which around there, so I'm gonna guess that it has like an eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's number eight on the list with eleven percent. Oh, okay, okay. That counts, ish. <laughs> All right, so let me give you. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna start at number one here. We're just gonna go down this. We won't go down the whole thing. I'll just give you the top like a couple. Okay. So the the the. the the, the number one is uh, is Max Steel with 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Max Steel from 2016, 0%. I have heard of that, Max Steel. I don't remember ever seeing it or seeing that it was available anywhere. Yeah, I don't know that I've... I think maybe I've just heard of it, and but yeah, I've never definitely never seen it. Uh, so that was 0%, then Zoom, then Son of the Mask at 6%. I feel like that's not a superhero movie. Yeah, that's kind of a, that's, uh, yeah, that's on the edge. Yeah. Uh, then uh, the Fantastic Four movie from 2015. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, Fantastic, yeah. <laughs> uh, sitting at 9%, then Catwoman, 9%, uh, Supergirl, 1984 flick. Didn't know uh, that. And then, yeah, Electra. Oh, yeah, and, Electra. Yeah, it was not good. God, it was not even entertaining. Yeah. I don't know how. That should be very entertaining, but it wasn't. Uh, then that, and then you know, Batman, and Robin, and what just keeps going. So you can check out that list. Uh, it's on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. I like this game. It's it's fun, right? Yeah, this is a good game. I mean, it's it's very loosely a game, but it's still a game. It's it is very loosely a game. There there are no winners here. It's just for fun. Yeah. All right. Well, that uh, with with that being finished, with that being complete, that brings us to the new 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 trailers and folks how many do we have here we have a baker's the zine the zine oh god the zine 
You got a disease and you got a disease. We got a Baker's disease here. Baker's disease. Uh, that we actually have a lot of fun trailers to talk about this week. I, it's true. It's going to be fun. There's things uh, to be so said. There is things to be said. Things, thoughts to be thought. Opinions to be had. And, and what do you need more in your life? Uh, a couple of white guys' opinions, right? That's exactly right. All right. So the, the first trailer here is something called Debris. And this is uh, in NBC. Coming on NBC? Yeah, it's coming out on Peacock. The NBC right. streaming service. This looks interesting to me. This is a sci-fi. Uh, mo- I guess it's modern day. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it looks like the premise is stuff falls to Earth and it's floaty stuff. And it has weird effects. Uh, looks like alien tech, maybe. Yeah, the, the synopsis is a pair of agents work together to investigate an alien spacecraft that is causing mysterious effects on people. Uh, so we have people, we have dead bodies floating. Uh, we have women falling through the floor, like phasing through the floor. They're like floating dying. sideways. It, it, it has very strong fringe energy. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, this is like X-Files or fringe kind of vibes. I believe that uh, people who made fringe are, are on this. So I think that's that, probably yeah. why. Yeah, it, it, it even looks like it's it was filmed like fringe. Like it has the look of fringe, doesn't it? Yep. Uh I'll miss Denethor, uh, hanging out with Denethor. I do. I do like that actor. I forget his John name. John Noble. John Noble. That's it. I like John. He was great in Fringe. Oh, the best. He's he's just he's just a good actor. Like he is just good. Well, since we are robbed of Denethor, we will do our best in his stead. <laughs> there it is. Uh, all right. So that's debris, and then we have a teaser trailer. This is a Netflix uh, movie or show called Jupiter's Legacy. Yeah, so the uh, synopsis for this one is the first generation of superheroes have kept the world safe for nearly a century. Now their children must live up to their legacy in an epic drama that spans decades and navigates the dynamics of family, power, and loyalty. And this is a series. I do not want to navigate these things uh, because this is coming from Mark Millar, and so I don't want to. I don't want to go anywhere with him. No, I'm not interested in the works of Mark Millar. I don't like anything he's done and you might say to me but nick didn't he do the very famous civil war comics in marvel and i'll say yes i don't like the civil war comics in marvel it's not a good it's a good movie it's not a good comic run mark millar is a nihilist weirdo and i don't like him i'm not really uh, impressed by him either uh so i don't care about this why is he so popular because people like edgy edgelord stuff and it he's popular on the the edges of pop culture where the uh the neckbeards roam i think i think there may be some truth to that uh, i just, i don't want to talk more about this do you want to talk more about no this? i don't like mark millar this is a mark millar thing i don't like it moving on folks uh number three the irregulars on netflix Yes, yeah, set in the Victorian London, the series follows a gang of troubled street teens who are manipulated into solving crimes for the sinister Dr. Watson and his mysterious business partner, the elusive Sherlock Holmes. Sinister? Did they it described Watson as sinister? Yeah, I think this is based on I I I vaguely know of something called the Baker Street Irregulars, which so this is obviously that. So I want, it's probably based on something, but I I don't really know uh the origin of this but because sherlock holmes has so many different like iterations right 
people change it around like one of my favorite weird Sherlock Holmes Sherlock Holmes adaptations is Neil Gaiman's A Study in Emerald, which is like a Cthulhu world. Oh, of Sherlock Holmes. Interesting. It's a okay. short story. It's really good if you want to read a good short story about Sherlock Holmes. Even better if you can get the audiobook because Neil Gaiman reads it and he has the best voice in the world. But yeah, A Study in Emerald if you want a good Sherlock Holmes things. But Jess uh, was interested in this trailer when we were watching it, so I'll probably end up seeing this. Yeah, I think I may check this out too. There, there's a there's super uh, supernatural elements. I would say heavily throughout. At least the trailer makes it seem like that. Yes, definitely. Um, but it, this could be a fun take. This could be a fun take. Yeah, it gave me uh, light vibes from a study in Emerald, and then I was like, I wish they'd make a study in Emerald. That would be cool. I, uh, we don't get too much um, Lovecraft. Lovecraftian, yeah, yeah. We don't get too much Lovecraftian stuff. I guess the last thing we got was the uh, HBO show. Yeah, and they made the the color out of space with Nick Cage. But every, uh, everyone yeah. who likes horror movies like that one, I haven't seen it, but my cousin said it was good. Uh, then we have a trailer for The Yin Yang Master. This actually came out, I think, a little over a week ago, but we missed it, so I put it on here. And I'm glad you did, because this is extremely awesome. <laughs> it looks really cool. So the, the, this is, uh, I believe, Chinese-made. Uh, so you're going to have to put up with some giant monster type, almost like kaiju, that are not computer animated very realistically. They don't look real. Yeah, it's 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 not, you know, it's not American money backed CGI. So, yeah, but the action and some of the design in this look really fun. Yeah. And the, the premise for this one is Ching Ming, the yin yang master took his master's last wish and went to the capital Tiandu city to attend the heaven ceremony. And then uh, I think just a bunch of shenanigans break loose from there. But stylistically, this looks really cool. It looks like there's a lot of cool, like, wire foo and stuff in this. Yeah, yeah. So very cool. I would, I would say definitely check this out. It's a spectacle. I mean, it's it looks like it's made for the international audience type of thing. Yes, and I'll probably watch this. I like, I like this. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably check it out too. Uh, then we have a trailer for SAS Red Notice. Yeah, so this is is about a small army of well-trained criminals led by Laszlo Antonov who have hijacked the Eurostar deep beneath the English Channel. So this is based on a novel, and it's coming out on March 16th, so pretty soon here. Yeah, it said it was a best-selling novel, so this must be well-read or well-known. It it To me, this looks like it will be predictable. I... I agree, and you're probably right, but I will watch anything with Andy Serkis in it, and Andy Serkis is in this movie. So, But also, not only that, you get Hannah John, John Kamen from Ant-Man and the Wasp, and uh, oh, uh, Mickey from Doctor Who. So I would say I want you, once you watch it, to let me know how it is, if it's worth watching. Yeah, and it looks like the bad guy is Ruby Rose, who is the bad guy in John Wick 2. One of the bad guys in John Wick 2. Yeah. Yeah, a short-haired lady. Yeah, she was like a uh, an assassin in John Wick who worked for the Russian guys. Here she looks like they say she's like this well-trained special person. She was that in that as well. She, I think yeah. she's just good at stunts. <laughs> yeah, she's just getting kind of cast in these kind of roles, or she likes them, yep. one or the other, yep. or both. Uh, all right, so we'll... we'll well, uh, Nick will check that one out. Uh, then we have a, a new trailer for The Mighty Ducks Game Changers. And I got to say, this trailer had a lot of heart. It did. 
After failing to make the cut to join the now powerhouse Mighty Ducks junior hockey team, 12-year-old Evan's mother encourages him to form a new team of underdogs with help from Gordon Bombay, the Ducks' original coach. So, uh, our, our boy here, Emilio Estevez, is turning into Martin Sheen, like, before our eyes. He is at, he's at 60% full Martin Sheen in this movie. <laughs> Yeah, you can already tell he's going to be good in it, I think. Yeah, oh, he'll be good. Uh, Lauren Graham is always fun. She's the mom from Gilmore Girls, as everyone knows. So she's the mom of the kid in this. And one of the hockey players from Letterkenny, either Riley or Jonesy, I never actually could tell which one was which because they're always on screen at the same time, is a hockey guy in this, too. So he must just be forever cast as a hockey guy. (laughs) Maybe so. Yeah, this looks good. This definitely gives you a better idea than any of the trailers before it about what the show is like yeah and it looks like what the show should be like in my opinion yeah yep i think so too i think i think they probably you know this is disney they're gonna make sure that they have the right feel that this has the right tone that it sort of captures that same spirit that made the mighty ducks so much fun and and really good back in the day right a hundred percent and also the that kid that says he has got a podcast body. You need to put that Oh, in yeah. There. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. That quote has been making the rounds for, like, podcasters I've seen. Like, people are, like, podcasters are loving that. Yeah, and, and even podcasters who don't get mattress ads like us. I, I laughed out loud <laughs> just, at that. Just a couple of guys uh, wasting their time on a hobby podcast. Yeah, editing better than the professionals, though. Hey, do, do y'all think that our show is edited pretty well? Because me and Nick think that it is. I listen to basically eight hours of podcasts a day from all different podcasts, and there's almost none that are edited better than, than ours. Like, people don't edit out anything. And I listen to some recording qualities, too, of some of these like bigger name ones, and I'm like, gosh, I'm on a... I'm literally on like a fifteen or twenty dollar mic, and I and I sound better than what the, whatever they're doing. Yeah, so you know we might not get that mattress money, but at least we edit the podcast. We we put our heart and soul into it. Indeed. Uh, next up, we have a trailer for Army of the Dead. Yeah, here we find. Uh, okay, so I I've often referred to director Zack Snyder as the worst living filmmaker on this podcast. <laughs> Now I'm gonna I'm gonna say my un unexaggerated opinion of Zack Snyder. I think that Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead is one of the best zombie movies ever made. It is one of the best zombie movies. He invented the fast zombie, like everything was Romero zombies before that. It was a good movie. It was executed well. It was it was just good. The acting was was good. It was a good movie. I also will defend his Watchmen movie because Watchmen is largely unadaptable and I feel like the way he did it was the best way to do it. I I do wish that just so people couldn't complain about it that he had done the squid. The way he did it makes more sense without having to have an entire extra two hours of the movie, you know? So, like, it works way he did it it makes it makes sense so i'll defend the watchman movie i like the watchman movie that Zack snyder made uh i haven't liked anything he's done since then and it only gets like worse and worse as he it makes his snyder cuts and whatnot so the snyder cut just to me is the worst possible thing that can happen because it's it's rewarding entitlement 
and I just hate it. So that's why I pick on Zack Snyder so hard. I'll probably watch this because it's on Netflix, so it's a low barrier to entry. I love Dave Bautista, and he is prominently featured in all of the advertising for this movie. And for some reason, Tig Notaro is in it, and I kind of want to see why. Uh, so yeah, that's my real opinion of Zack Snyder. Uh, without the character of making fun of the Snyder Cut. And yeah, so this is coming out on Netflix, Army of the Dead. The last zombie movie he made was good. I think I'm going to watch this because this has some very, very strong Dead Rising vibes. Oh, fully. Even the the Army of the Dead, or, I mean the Day of the Dead remake that he made, uh, was that 2004 or 2007 or something? Had had that same sort of thing with like the mall and it really felt like Dead Rising. Yeah. So, uh, I'll check this out. Yeah, mostly because low barrier to entry. Exactly, know? yeah. And Dave yeah, Batista. And, uh, yeah, and Dave Batista, for sure, for sure. D- Dave Batista is like a good version of uh, The Mountain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> Dave Batista, like, you know, a lot of times sports people or wrestlers or whatever will become actors and they're just the worst or they're, they can't, they can only be in like non serious roles. Uh, but Dave Bautista in Blade Runner 2049, he plays that that replicant so nuanced that it's it's really good. It's a, just a really good performance. Hey, guys, I'm trying to record. Turn that volume down to 16. Turn that volume down. What is the name? We cannot forget. Listen, we have to remind ourselves every week. What is the name of the movie with the mountain and with uh, Mike Tyson? <laughs> uh, isn't it like Delta Strike or something stupid like that? Uh, it is something stupid. Desert Strike. Desert Strike, yeah. We gotta see Desert Strike. Yeah. No, nothing could stop me from seeing Desert Strike. Don't be afraid. <laughs> the bombs are far away. <laughs> The thing is, when I go to when I go to Mike Tyson's IMDb, it's not even in there. So it's like he doesn't want anyone to know it exists, but I know it exists. Oh, gosh. I have to see this. This movie, Desert Strike, apparently has alternate titles, Pharaoh's War and Pharaoh's Campaign. It was Egyptian-made and was released in that part of the world in 2019. The Arabic trailers actually don't feature Mike Tyson and the mountain all that much. The movie looks more like an old Tony Jaa movie. This movie is only viewable on Netflix within Arabic-speaking countries. A lot of really bad explosions. I want this so bad. It just doesn't say when it's coming out. I need it to. I need to see this. I have to see this movie. I feel like there's a. <laughs> I feel like there's a forty percent chance that they mention in the movie the mountain from Game of Thrones. You know? Yeah. Like they're gonna be yeah. like. Whoa, you look exactly like the mountain from Game of Thrones and then wink at the camera or something. The bombs are far away. <laughs> like I know there's going to be a way. Okay, so next up we have a trailer for Star Trek Strange New Worlds. I think this was a documentary or something, but what I originally thought when I found it was that it was uh, for a new series. Because there's a bunch of Star Trek new series coming out, and one of them is like about the captain before before Kirk, uh, Pike. Yeah, that guy, and uh, like young Spock and stuff. So there's a bunch of new Star Trek stuff in the works. There's like an animated one coming out for kids. There's an animated one called Below Decks that's a comedy, and then I think they're making more seasons of the Picard one, which is a more like mature rated one. And so there's a lot of Star Trek irons in the fire. 
And it seems like they're going with like the Star Trek universe. Like they're trying to build this Star Trek universe. The problem is with this is they lost me with Discovery. I did not like Discovery. I quit watching it. I, I just did not like it. It was a real turnoff for me. And it just did not have the same spirit as either Next Generation nor the spirit of the movies. So I just did it just did not like it. So I it's going to be hard. Now, I haven't watched Picard. So I'm still potentially open to watching Picard. I would watch Picard because Seven of Nine is in it. And my entire Star Trek opinion is based around the presence of and screen time of Jerry Ryan. There is a clip in this trailer of Jerry Jerry Ryan firing a gun in in Picard, I believe. And uh, boy, we just have the biggest crush on her. Yeah, that made me want to watch it. But uh, most, most other people that I know like Star Trek Discovery. You're the only person I know that doesn't like it. So... I don't have a good like I don't I don't watch Star Trek. The only one I liked was Voyager, and that was because of Seven of Nine. So I'm not a good judge of Star Trek. I like Seven of Nine. Make a Seven of Nine spinoff. Make a Seven of Nine. I and I you know I like the main actress for Discovery, and I like that Michelle Yao was in it. Uh, everything else, all the supporting actors, I did not like. Uh, the script I thought was just too corny. I couldn't get past it. The whole storyline with the the tardigrade, it was just stupid. I just didn't, I thought it was stupid. I just didn't like it. Fair enough. I mean, I, I haven't seen it, so. Oh, okay. I guess enough people liked it, watched it. They made, what, another season of it? I think there's three seasons now. Okay, well, there you go. Different strokes for different folks. Uh, next movie here is a trailer for Kevin Can F Himself. I put that on here mainly because uh, I wanted to say the title because one of our most well-known and contributive listeners is kevin and he i guess they made this movie just for you <laughs> yeah so this has uh, old girl from uh schitt's creek yeah annie murphy annie murphy and I-, I couldn't follow this very well i don't think i really got this trailer okay so what what my takeaway from this trailer was that uh it's actually like a sitcom wife like i don't think she's i think it's a little meta so i think she's like a sitcom wife in like an all in the family type show and and the world is not a realistic world it's that sitcom world but then she starts to break away from that kind of like kind of like wandavision (laughs) uh where she's breaking away from the tropes of the sitcom she wants to kill the the bad sitcom husband and I think the title is a joke on the Kevin James sitcom Kevin Can Wait, which I think was basically just a sequel to King of Queens yeah. in a way. But yeah, so I think that's what this is about. It's it's hard to tell from the trailer because I think it's really meta, so I think it would be hard to actually display in the trailer. It could be funny. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, it just didn't really catch me. I mean, I like Annie Murphy a lot, but... Uh... I don't know. Not enough to watch this. I don't think this is not for me. I would have to be recommended it to actually. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Uh, then we have a trailer for the Pixar film. It is Pixar, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, it's called Luca. Okay. So folks, we talked about this a little when the Disney investor day thing happened. Yep. This movie is a lot different than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it is way different. Uh, they, it takes a, there's an, an element in here. And I guess we, I mean it's not we're not spoiling a trailer here, but it's uh, they they are actually the two kids, the two boys that we saw like riding the motorcycle are actually sea monsters. Yeah, so they're sea monsters that when they come out on land, uh, they turn into 
to man monsters and uh so they're they're friends and the the island that they live around is like anti-sea monster so because there's like you know people with like sushi (laughs) knives and all this stuff and they're hiding from them and but when they go in the water they turn into weird mermaid people which is not what i expected from the beginning of this trailer like you even put a note that that it threw you for a loop and it threw me for a loop still knowing there was a twist coming (laughs) here okay so now so with this twist i hope that the whole movie is just not going to be filled with sort of like i love lucy like i I have the secret and i gotta keep it a secret and oh we get into hijinks because you don't want to get wet and and turn back into the sea monster and let your secret out it's just like it's like stressful to me those kind of movies are stressful i feel like it's going to be the people and the sea monsters eventually having to coexist yeah and then they start fighting together and they they fight a giant sea monster that's been eating all the other sea oh wait that's uh how to train your dragon isn't it yeah it is it is how to train your dragon it's always something with these pixar movies you can't just make a movie about you know some people on an island they gotta be sea monsters gotta be and i was like it made me think what's that other thing they're doing with a girl that turns into a giant the red panda red panda Yeah. yeah so like they're into this kids turning into creatures i mean i i turned into a red panda once but i got better is that a monty python reference yes it was <laughs> i understood that reference. <laughs> uh all right so that's coming out the pixar uh and the, the animation style of this is close to the last dinosaur or wallace and gromit or like something like that yeah it almost looks like stop motion but it's cg yeah okay so then we have a trailer for chad this was delayed from COVID. It was supposed to come out a year ago. It's a sitcom made by Nassim Pedrad where she plays a teenage boy. And uh, my main takeaway from this is that Nassim Pedrad makes a better teenage boy than anyone does on Riverdale. I think that's probably accurate, yeah. This, uh, I, when, when Nassim Pedrad was on SNL, I had a gigantic crush on her. So this trailer makes me feel weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they do not flatter her in this. No, yeah. <laughs> She's like playing like a dorky teenage boy, so that was odd. Yeah. <laughs> so this is on TBS. I didn't know TBS was still around. Oh, yeah, they got they got uh, stuff going on over at TBS. Just you trust me, behind closed doors, TBS is having meetings. Oh, boy. Wow. Ted Turner. <laughs> Ted Turner's in those meetings. Yeah, his head is in a, in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna say from the grave he's a force ghost it's like i think of him as a futurama head in a jar <laughs> or like in the, uh. in the simpsons where the frozen mummy comes out of uh vladimir lennon must crush capitalism oh tbs folks tbs okay so then we have a trailer for shadow and bone this is on netflix this looks pretty cool. This does. It looks like Pitch Black, but like with boats. So the Pitch Black movie, the uh, Riddick original movie where he was in, where there's like, it's really dark and there's monsters. But this is like a big cloud wall that they have to take these ships into. And then this girl who's like a cartographer of some kind glows from within. And I think she is some sort of way to fight the darkness and and the captain on one of the ships is the bad guy from the netflix punisher yeah this uh, i was a little disappointed that their boat was just a regular ship and not an airship i was hoping it was gonna fly me too it's the first thing i was like is this are we gonna get some some 
aesthetics of like his dark materials with the where everything everything in his dark materials looks like a cool steampunk airship or whatever but this yeah. this is a lot there like i like the aesthetics of this show there's a really yeah. cool antler deer creature in this trailer and ben barnes that's the dude's name from punisher uh, ben barnes has got like a big coat on he's he just looks like prince caspian though because he was prince caspian wasn't he oh i can't remember <laughs> yeah i think jess said he was prince caspian but uh yeah so he's on the captain on a ship which basically makes him prince caspian and we all know you love a good, a good big coat. Yeah, I love a good coat. Um, ben Barnes, I'm conditioned to think of him as a bad guy, so I don't trust him. But I'll, I'll probably check this out. Yeah, I'll definitely watch this. You can actually add this to your watch list on Netflix now, even though it doesn't come out till April, I think. Well, 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 look at them planning ahead. Yep. All right, the uh, the Adele Baker's Dezinth trailer is a show on Hulu called Modoc. Yeah, so this is a stop-motion comedy from marvel about modok and aim uh starring Patton oswalt as modok and also it has beck bennett from snl who's maybe my favorite current snl cast member is beck bennett uh he's in there and melissa fumero from brooklyn 99 who is in there i love her uh ben schwartz is in it it's it's got a good cast i feel like this will be either funny or it, it'll be like trying too hard yeah, I almost wonder that too. It all depends on the writing, I think. Yeah, like all these people that are in it are funny, but this is going to depend. Because if this is like Robot Chicken, I won't like it because I don't like Robot Chicken. Well, I didn't laugh out loud at the trailer. I sort of uh, gave like a... <laughs> uh, when his ar- the, the, yep, uh, yep. henchman's arm gets blown off with the coffee. And he was like, I thought this coffee was for everyone. Sorry. <laughs> so that was good. You know, That was pretty good. Uh, so, you know, there's... It, who knows I'll, I'll it's, watch it's it. hard to tell oh yeah, yeah i'll at least watch an episode yeah, or two i'll check it out yeah no for sure all right folks that does it for the new new trailers and that brings us to the trailer mailers you've got mail yeah this is our responses from worst best last week so we did worst best video game movie adaptations and if, if you didn't listen to last week this is just going back and, and hearing us talk about worst best because it's a fun new segment that is sweeping the nation uh, everyone's talking about it it's it's the hip new show other podcasts are sad they didn't think of it yeah they're trying to steal it from us probably as they don't edit their podcast but uh so what i did i asked <laughs> to hear your worst and best super or i mean your worst and best video game adaptations so mike answered first and he said worst is super mario brothers best is sonic and <laughs> you know i see what you did there. hard to argue super mario brothers is bad i do recommend watching it with riff tracks though which I have on my computer. So I have the movie with riff tracks on my computer. It's pretty funny. Robo said, So the worst I've seen is the Blood Rain series, but the best I've seen is Detective Pikachu. I agree that Detective Pikachu is probably the best that I've seen. I think that's my favorite. Well, actually, my favorite is the original Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah. It's yeah. bad. I love it, though. Like, it's great. Yeah. I love that movie. Yep. Uh, Blood Rain I've never seen, but it's Uwe Boll, so I know that it's, it's objectively bad. Not even subjectively. That's not subjective art. It's just li- literally bad. Yeah, R- Robo is actually the first person in, that I've heard that has actually seen that. Like, even on the internet. Like, I've never heard of anyone that's ever seen no, it. No, I've never met someone who's seen it. Uh, just Robo. And I've, I don't know if I've... I might have met him at Dragon Con, but I didn't know him. He's a good guy. You should... I'll meet him at Dragon Con. 
<laughs> Jay said the worst one I've actually watched was House of the Dead. That was the other. That was the Uve Bowl one. I think that was ranked yep. third. Because Alone in the Dark was the worst one. And then House of the Dead was second or third. Yeah, no. Mortal Kombat Annihilation was second. And then House of the Dead was third. So the internet agrees with you, Jay. And then he says, I know the subject is adaptation and that Silent Hill was not a great movie. But I have to say the CGI was fantastic for the time. Uh, Yeah, Silent Hill is one of the more watchable video game movies, to be honest. Like the first one. Yeah, that first Silent Hill movie really doesn't feel like a video game movie. It just kind of feels like a horror movie. Right, which is the best possible compliment for a video game movie. Uh, yeah. Also, have you ever seen the second one? No. There's Okay, so Sean Bean is in it, and Kit Harington is in it, and they're both doing American accents, and neither one of them is remotely able to do an American accent. So they have like oh, really? this conversation, and it's like, Hello there, American son. How are you this evening? And he's like, Yes, father, I am to be playing the baseball in America. That is what we are due. It's like, you're both extremely Irish. (laughs) So that didn't work. No, it was funny, though. I saw that in the theater with Jess and Steph. Kevin said his favorite Sonic, probably because it's freshest in his mind. And his least favorite is Mortal Kombat 2 Annihilation. So yeah, we're... It's bad. Yeah, I've never actually seen that one. I love the first one, and I kept hearing the second one was so bad, I never watched it. That makes me, when I come up to to uh, Wisconsin, uh, we should watch it. 100% on board for this. We will do that. We'll watch We'll watch Master and Commander. Master and Commander, which is, yeah. Which is, I consider to be one of the best things ever made by mankind. And then we'll watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we can't. We can't have uh, only good things in our lives. So we must take the good with the bad. Yep. Maybe we should watch Mortal Kombat first, so that you appreciate how good of a thing Master and Commander actually is. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> um, all right. So if people want to write into us uh, to talk about what do they want to talk about? Best worst. Yeah. Uh, if they wanna, if they wanna send us their best worst uh, superhero movies, uh, they can email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail or they can and should follow us on Instagram at Trailer Blazers Podcast, which is really our, our, our special place on the web where we do our little uh, interactions and our posts and whatnot. And then they can follow us for episode updates on Twitter at Trailer underscore Blazers, but that is a bot that posts new episodes because I hate Twitter. And uh, if, you, if you're feeling like a generous little uh, gummy bear, you can go on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and review. Uh, trust me, it only works if you leave five. You can't do less than that. And if you do that, Quick Mickey's going to let you know what happens. I love Let's just get one thing right here. Right off the bat, Nick. Uh, if you go on down to let something less than a five-star rating, I'm not even going to pay attention to it. I won't even address it. Okay, I won't even look it in the eye. It does not exist to me. Like that fourth Indiana Jones movie. Okay. So what we're going to do. Let me tell you. You leave that five star writing on there. We're going to come up with your own persona. Of a superhero. Okay. So you. Now, now see me. I've already got my superhero name. I'm Quick Mickey. And that's already just. That fits. But we still don't have a costume for me. And my trucker. Uh, whatever I wear when I do my trucking. 
Well, that's not going to work. People don't look at that as superhero. They just look at that like that's a guy who spends the majority of his time in the cab of the truck. And that's that's about accurate. Okay. So anyway, we're going to come up with your name and, you know, maybe we can call you something like the can opener. Or maybe something like the air brake. I'm just naming stuff that I like have with the truck. So that's probably not good. We're going to have to have a brainstorming section to have good ideas. Uh, and there's, listen, there's no bad ideas in a brainstorming session. And that's a tip. How about Jake Break? Yeah, Jake, that's a pretty good one. You could be Jake Break. Well, for the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly and I am Jake Break. <laughs> Happy Trailers. <laughs> And I'm Ben Moon, and I'm Quick Mickey. Happy Trailsers. You're not Quick Mickey. I can see him in the room next to you. Uh, I'm a CGI Quick Mickey. That's that's possible. Happy Trails. And welcome back, folks, to the video games. One quarter portion of the show uh nick i have uh there's no change in what i'm playing but i see that you are playing something yeah so uh pga tour 2k21 dropped in price for sale on sale to half price so i got it for 30 bucks on playstation and i've been playing a lot of golf this week you like it i love it it plays a lot like tiger woods the the putting is exactly the same so i'm i'm already a champion at that uh, I'm getting better at the chipping. The chipping is pretty much the same as well. The only thing that's different, really, for me and my long absence from from having any of these games since the original Xbox Tiger Woods 2005 best golf game ever made, uh, is the absence of the black and white buttons to control spin. And so the the spin mechanic they have in the game, I I understand what they're telling me it does, but it never seemed like. I'll go in the in the training mode and I'll I'll put the different spin modes on and the ball just seems to not it'll never do the same thing twice and I don't know how to work the spin so I need to talk to someone who's better at the game than me but um, I'm playing career mode I I spent like 45 minutes just in the practice mode today just working on like chip shots and stuff because it's just I love golf games man I just love golf games you're like the guy when you're at the park. You're like the old guy by himself that's working on his chip. Yes, chipping. that's exactly. Yeah, I literally today I spent 45 minutes just chipping in the sim in the practice mode. Do you find that game sort of relaxing a little bit? Hundred uh, percent, especially like because I'm I'm doing the career mode, so I I do like the 18 holes or whatever. That's fine. I like that, but I really just like doing like the little practice modes and and trying to chip the ball into the hole because i i always get within like two inches and like eventually i figure feel like i'll learn it enough to where i can just get i can get an eagle on like every course every hole i mean impressive yeah so most impressive love me pga tour 2k21 very cool very cool yeah i've just been playing the same thing so no, no news there i think i may beat cyberpunk here in a little bit just to beat it because i'm only one mission away from beating it. i'm just doing side stuff yeah so I may just go ahead and beat it and then play some other stuff. I don't know. We'll see. This We got some new, new trailers here. Uh, first thing is a full BlizzCon Diablo 4 presentation. 
and it looks like Diablo. Yep, it's Diablo. It it reminds me of Diablo three. Uh, the cinematic trailers yep. are awesome for this, but Blizzard's always been the best at that. I'm gonna probably play this. It though it depends because I don't think I would have fun playing this by myself, but I would have fun playing it with other people. So depending on what systems other people get it for, I might pick it up. Yeah, I think you're right. This is probably better with friends. Because I played Diablo three with my cousin, and that was fun. Guys, this next trailer is hilarious. Um, this is a this is for a game called Etched Memories. This is an indie game where you play as a cat, okay, like a like a house cat, mm-hmm. okay, in a in a suburban town or whatever. The, what is wild about this is there is a disclaimer at the beginning of this saying that viewer dis- or that you know player discretion is advised or whatever because of the gore and violence in this game. And then they proceed with the trailer, and there is no gore or violence, but mostly menus where you're a cat paw dropping things into inventory. It looks like L.A. Noir, but you're a cat. Yeah, but a, but a really poorly animated version of L.A. Noir. Uh-huh. Also, the, the cat had a cape at one time, which I very, very much enjoyed. <laughs> this looks awful. I mean, the, the, the quality... This looks like it was made 25 years ago. Yeah, I mean, I won't be... It looked like it was violent... In some way, I mean, it implied there was violence, and I'm not interested in in violence. I don't like uh, if something is violence towards house pets, like cats or dogs. I immediately don't like it. Like, there's almost nothing I like where the a cat or a dog gets hurt in. Yeah, you you have uh, you've come pretty hard against that stuff uh, in this podcast. Wasn't it Cruella? You were like, you railed against Cruella. Yeah, I don't understand the appeal of that at all. Like, I, I understand the the her being a villain in the movie 101 Dalmatians because she's detestable, but I don't... Like, if they're going to try and make me feel sorry for her or side with her in some way, it's not going to work. And then people are going to like the like the movie and, like, be fans of her, and then I'll have to not like those people anymore. These are the things I think of. And that's just the way it is. Uh, but this, go watch this trailer. I thought this was hilarious. It's like it is hilarious. It, this is a, I can't believe this exists, or at least exists in this manner. Yep. Uh, then we have a trailer for Second Extinction. This is the newest dinosaur murder game. Yeah. So these look like the dinosaurs from Primal Rage, where they have like plumes of feathers on their heads. Yep. It looks really stupid and pointlessly violent. Like, why are you murdering? Just hordes of animals. <laughs> They're just dinosaurs, you know? <laughs> it is wave after wave of dinosaurs, uh, almost like time crisis where you're just blowing them away and there's just blood everywhere from the dinosaurs. But why, though? Yeah, I don't know. Like, why are all these dinosaurs charging at you? Yeah, I don't know. This didn't... Uh, it didn't have context. Like, I understand in Turok why i'm i'm killing dinosaurs that makes perfect sense to me and carnivores the trophy hunting dinosaur games those i understand this is just like some weird wave of dinosaur murder very strange looks very one-dimensional not very deep at all yeah so uh it looks it looks bad but if you if you really have a hankering to kill primal rage dinos this is for you yeah the most it did was make me remember primal rage exists (laughs) yep Okay, then we have a trailer for, I'm guessing this is a mobile game called Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. Yeah, I think, I'm from Jess's commentary, because I don't know anything about Final Fantasy, so her commentary while watching it was that it looks just like the regular game, uh, but with, like, updated graphics, and that 
it has like all of the games like and the expansions or whatever because there was something in there that she was like oh i can finally play this again blah 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 and i didn't know any i don't know anything about final fantasy so yeah it's like crisis core and dirge of cerberus and all this kind of stuff i have played two final fantasy games in my life uh final fantasy 4 which i liked a lot and finished and final fantasy 3 which i quit because the mechanics are stupid (laughs) uh if you want to switch out a character at like like takes their level all the way down you got to re-level them up and i was like it just forces you to grind like insanely and i i'm not about that life so i quit yeah not for me no so if uh if you're in if you're like really into final fantasy 7 and you want to replay it again on your phone and play all the games that is coming out and they have really big feet so that's kingdom hearts big yeah kingdom hearts big feet uh next up we have a trailer for arkham horror and i have no idea what this is so arkham horror are the only kind of board games that i like i mean there's a couple other kinds of board games that i like but like the only ones that i really get into are the arkham games they made mansions of madness which if you haven't played the mansions of madness board game that's a really fun one because it has an app that goes with it and sets up a scenario i put there was a cinematic trailer but there was also a separate gameplay trailer that i i found after i put this so it looks like it's turn-based uh, investigative RPG, so like some point and clicky stuff and some combat that's like turn based. It just looks like the the board game has been turned into sort of like a like a digital board game. I I actually really like digital board games. On the Xbox 360, I used to play Settlers of Catan uh, yeah. against real against real human players, and it was awesome. This is like a a little more towards video game from from that as far as i can tell but it's it's similar i i would still say that if you want to play arkham horror you should play the board game over this though yeah this this is a cinematic trailer and i think i'm over cinematic trailers for video games yeah because we never know what we're talking about with them yeah like it's i I know you want to build up hype for your game but like like this game like i had no idea what this game is it's just because i don't know anything about this so it's just the cinematic trailer for some game that I have no idea what kind of game it is. I'm not even interested now. I mean, you know, if have had I not had the context that you're providing, I wouldn't be interested in it. So I'm kind of over that. And then the, the next trailer we got here is a cinematic trailer for Hot Wheels Unleashed. This is an announcement trailer. And again, I mean, really good CGI. Really good. I'm going to steal Jess's assessment again. And she called this Ant-Man Racing. And <laughs> it looks just like that. That's about the right size. Yeah uh 164th scale yeah that's about right Mm -hmm. this is a really cool cinematic trailer they are real uh hot wheels cars that i recognize and it looks like it could be fun if the game is anything like the cinematic trailer but who knows this is a good idea and it looks cool i'm really bad at racing games but i would play this but yeah i don't know what it looks like because it could be really chintzy when you get into the actual game (laughs) if they if they put all their money in the cinematic here but yeah Yeah. ant-man racing i'm into yeah um i predict that this will have procedurally procedurally generated tracks they sort of hinted towards that in in this cinematic that seems like a good guess to me um okay so last trailer we have here is pokemon legends arceus 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 that's probably it i saw people on my facebook feed so excited about this and i was like really this looks not fun i think it looks like it could be real good uh if it's a open world pokemon game which is what everyone's wanted pokemon to be the whole time i think it could be good it depends it's still got turn-based combat 
I think it would be more fun if you had to control your Pokemon and do like a real-time battle with the other ones. Would make it more fun. But it just looks like a deeper Pokemon game. Like a regular Pokemon game, but you're you're deeper into the world because I think they're using that Breath of the Wild engine. You know, now that I'm thinking about this, it's strange to me that Capcom, in partnership with Nintendo or somebody, hasn't made a Pokemon fighting game. Almost like uh, Cap- Marvel vs. Capcom style, but Pokemon. Yeah, that is weird. There might be Maybe there's like a Japanese one we don't know about, but that is really bizarre. Yeah, it's always the turn-based combat. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why that is. But like, because in Marvel vs. Capcom, you can tag out. You can tag characters in and out. Basically, I I guess you could have a micro version of that in Smash Brothers, but it doesn't make sense that there's not a dedicated one. Yeah, you know, very stylized. If there is, let us know. Uh, let us know. It, it, it makes me think of the Star Wars fighting game, uh, Masters of Terrascasi. Uh, which is not great. No, but it was cool that they mentioned that in Solo. It was. Yes, it was. Wow. All right. Well, that's already got all I got for Division games. You got anything else for Division games? Nope. I'll probably play, play some golf all weekend. I have Monday and Tuesday off, so I'm going to play golf all day on Monday and Tuesday. That's, uh, that's, it sounds funny. With no context, it would sound funny like you're a golfer. You're, just going, you're going to go out and play golf. I know how the game works. I could theoretically play it, but I, I would be terrible at it because I, I, the only thing I've ever done is like driving and uh i'm very inconsistent at that so i know more about it theoretically than practically gotcha all right folks well for the trailer blazers i'm ben moon and i am filled with primal rage happy trailsers and i'm nick kelly and i'm a selectable character in arkham horror happy trailsers Killed the dinosaurs. Armageddon.